Hey guys, it's Rach, and this is a quick word on not letting them talk you out of it. Chances are, if you are here, if you're listening to this, then you have a dream. You've got a goal. You're working on yourself. You're you're interested in personal evolution, whatever that looks like to you. And if you're human, then there's a very solid chance that the moment you start to change, the moment you start to grow, someone else in your life will either consciously or subconsciously begin to sabotage your growth. This happens for all kinds of psychological reasons. One is that when we begin to change and evolve, it scares people. It scares our parents. It scares our partner. It scares our friends. They start to make it all about them. They start to internalize. They start to go, oh my gosh, if if Beth changes, does that mean that she's going to move past where I am? Or if Beth changes, what does that say about me? I'm still stuck in this exact place. So people react negatively because they're afraid. People also react negatively because they know that they can control you. They know that a million times in the past, they've gotten you to do exactly what they want you to do by pushing past your emotional boundaries. I actually just did a two-part episode on emotional boundaries and how to establish them and how to uphold them. So if you haven't listened to that, scroll back for just a little bit. You'll find those, and it'll give you some strength here. But the point in my conversation right now is that there's a really solid chance That if you have people in your life who have never done the thing you're trying to do, if you have people in your life who aren't interested in similar goals, who aren't pushing themselves, then they might try and talk you out of pursuing it so that they don't have to feel bad about where they are. And people are freaking sly about this. They talk us out of our goals using all sorts of techniques. Sometimes we don't even realize that that's what they're doing, right? It's like you've been working on your health and you go to a family party. You haven't been drinking. You're really proud of your sobriety. You're doing really well. And then you go to a family party and someone's like, just have some wine. Just have some, like have a half a glass of wine. Like who cares? You haven't had a drink in three weeks. That's amazing. Like you can take a night off. Like have a, have a, have a glass of wine with me. It's the friend who's like, yeah, I know you quit smoking, but like, come on, we're at, it's the holiday party or I'm stressed out or you're stressed out. Just come have a cigarette with me, whatever. It's the person that's like, oh, so you're just, you're not going to go out with us anymore. You're just, you're, oh, oh, you're just going to. You're just going to leave your kids with a babysitter so that you can go train for a half marathon. That's what you're doing. People use all kinds of stuff, guilt and shame and, oh, it'll just be so fun. I love one of my favorite uh, old school quotes is, the devil doesn't need to destroy you. He just needs to distract you. He just needs to like trick you into doing something that's not aligned with your higher self. So if you are pursuing anything in life and you feel like there are people in your life who are trying to subtly or not so subtly talk you out of it, 
I have I have some ideas. And this actually is in Girl Stop Apologizing. It's one of my books. You can get it at the library. You don't have to buy it. But if you want to take a deeper dive, this is where I got some of these thoughts. Okay, so the first thing that I recommend you do is ask yourself if this person should be in your life. Seriously. Let's start there because that is like right at the top. Do we even need the opinion of someone who was our friend in eighth grade? Do we really need our cousin Crystal to be the voice that's speaking into our life? Do we need to take a step back from certain people or do we need to cut them out of our lives completely? Do we need to put up some boundaries? Should this person be here? And if they should be there, if you're like, yeah, it's my sister and you know she's important and I want her here, fine. But understand in advance that you are going to have to hold some emotional boundaries in place with this person so that you don't have to take on their opinion. Yes, their opinion does not matter. And what they think of you does not matter. But at the same time, there's a very solid chance this person in your life has used this particular kind of manipulation against you before which means that you've got a pattern established, which means it's going to be a whole lot harder to ignore. Even if you say no, there's a solid chance that their words permeate more than skin deep. You start to think about it. You start to spiral. It starts to add to the voice of self-talk. Like, Put up some boundaries so that you don't have to take on board whatever their opinions are on this subject. The second thing you can do is if you know you're going to see this person, if you know you're going to see someone who may trigger you, prepare in advance. Prepare yourself emotionally. I want you to imagine whatever it is you're going to interact with this person on. I want you to imagine that it's after the part. It's after the family party. It's after the work trip. It's after the interaction. And you fell off the wagon. You went to this thing they got their wish, (laughs) they talked you out of it, you did the thing you don't want to do. And I want you to ask yourself, what happened? Why were you thrown off? Because you know, your, your intuition knows right now the exact steps someone could take or you would take that would throw you off your game. And if you can identify them in advance, you can come up with ways to circumnavigate them before you go. So one of the ways that I used to do this back in the day when I was starting out my health journey and I wasn't, I didn't have as much willpower, I didn't have as much focus when it came to what I ate. So you hear me referencing parties a lot because parties were the thing that always threw me off my game. And so if I were to imagine in advance, okay, if I go to this party, what's going to throw me off? Well, it's really simple physical things. Like if I go to this party, if I'm being so great about my nutrition, I'm really proud of what I'm doing. If I go to this party hungry, I'm screwed. So like I want to make sure that I go to this party, I've already had a great meal, I've already done what I needed to do, consume what I needed to do, so that if I go to the party, even if I were to do a little bit, if I were to just enjoy a little bit of stuff that I wasn't planning on enjoying, it's way less impactful than if I go to this party starving and I go ham on the buffet. So prepare 
in advance. Or let's say you're going to go interact with your in-laws and your mother-in-law is a major trigger for you because she's super toxic and you can't stand her energy. Okay, well, what could you do to prepare yourself in advance? What is something that grounds you, that centers you? Is it prayer? Is it a great workout? Is it, you know, doing a meditation where you're aligning yourself with a higher source so that you walk into that place carrying your own weather? Stephen Covey said, we, we carry our own weather. We bring our own energy, our own sunshine into a space. We don't let other people put their weather onto us. So how could you prepare in advance? Okay, guys, those are some ideas that might be helpful to you as you try and navigate a world where you are changing and evolving. And I just want you to know, if it was easy to change, then we would all be evolved guru human beings, but it's not easy to change. And so I want to honor and acknowledge you for doing what you're doing. This is hard work, but this is good work. Keep going. 